0: Hello, hello. I'm so happy you are here. We're having a little party with everybody who's here live. And I'm sorry if for any reason you couldn't get into the room. Uh, We were very full, I know that. And so hopefully you're watching this on replay because we are going to have a fun time. We are going to bust some leadership myths. Oh, yeah. If for any reason you are here live and you aren't muted, please do take a second and make sure that you are muted. You can usually hover over your face to make sure. We will um, probably go about an hour. I'd I'd like to say I'd go less than that, like 45 minutes with some question and answer at the end. But um, I haven't done this workshop in a very long time. And so I have a feeling it might go about an hour from memory from last time. I will tell you, actually, I'll tell you this later. I'm going to just just jump right in because otherwise I will sit here and chit chat with you. <laughs> I don't want to do that. So we're going to have some fun. Here we go. Top five leadership myths busted. Uh, make sure if you are here live to use the chat because I'm going to ask for a lot of audience participation. I want your two cents in this. I'm just going to warn you right now, this is a pretty radical workshop that I do. It's very, it's extremely radical. And so I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Like, I want to hear your two cents and I want to hear, I'm hoping my intention is just to completely blow your mind somehow today. So please let me know if that happens. Uh, And if you stay until the end, I will be here to answer any questions you have. So let's start out by finding out if you are in the right place. This workshop is for you if... You're new to leadership, maybe. So maybe you aren't really sure what you're supposed to be doing. And so you would just like some advice on what it means to be a leader or start doing it the right way. Because if you're going to start doing it, start out right away, not buying into a bunch of myths. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe you've been around for a while and you're a leader who's been building a team or just started building a team, but you've been Feeling guilty because you hear this whole list of things that you're supposed to be doing and you don't feel like you're doing enough for your team. I hate that feeling of guilt, don't you? Um, Or you're a leader who is doing a lot of stuff. Maybe you're working way too hard. Like, is it possible to, to balance your personal business and talking to your team members and sponsoring And, oh, yeah, your family life, too. Like, maybe it just feels like there is not enough time in the day for everything that you want to do in your business. Or perhaps you're a brain trainer who just wants to understand the benefits of implementing Train Your Brain With Your Team. Or you just want an easier way to build a self-motivated, excited, Go-getter, fun, team of people. So do you see yourself in any of these? And if you do, please feel free to put it in the chat. Like, I don't know, is it even possible to put all of the above? <laughs> if you see like, oh, I'm number two and four, or I'm number one and three, or I, I identify a little bit with number five, or let's just see what we got coming in. Here we go. Three and five, number five. Nice. Okay. Good. I maybe it is possible to be all you could be a leader and jumping right in. Yeah. One, four, five, working too hard. I know we get a lot of the old working too hard one because I know people you want to do your best. And so you're trying, you're trying to do everything that everybody says to do. You're gonna love this. Hey Laura, good to see you. Number five, one four five, two, four, five. Good, good. Thank you for all this. Wanna build a self-motivated team. Nice. Okay, well, you're in the right place. Hip, hip, hooray. You're going to be really glad you're here. And I really appreciate all of the participation because your answers help me to tailor the conversation too. And don't be shy about asking questions. Um, If I miss them as we're going through, just hang on to them and clip and paste them. We'll do them at the end, okay? So here's what we are going to cover today. We are going to talk about the top five leadership myths in direct sales and their doozies. We're going to bust them totally messed them. And I'm going to explain why these myths are actually making leadership hard, harder than it needs to be. And I'm going to talk with you about how to grow a direct sales business and still have a life. And there will be a special offer for anybody who's interested in taking your education further. It's the Train Your Brain Leadership Package. And I will prove to you if you stay until the end, I've got a little thing, a couple of questions I can ask to you that will prove to you that you're already a great leader, already. Even if you know nothing, even if you're brand new, you're gonna like that. So sit, sit tight, cause you've already got it. So I'm gonna give you a few quick words about me, cause I didn't really formally introduce myself cause I came in here just being kind of silly right off the bat. My name is Dana Wild and I know we did this internally uh, so, most of you know who I am, but just in case you don't, or maybe somebody invited you, I am the best selling author of Train Your Brain. I'm the host of the podcast, Top 100 iTunes podcast called Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs. I have over 100,000 followers in 110 countries. I've been featured in several movies, including The Abundance Factor, Dream Big, and The Truth About Prosperity. But before all of that, I was best known for being. A direct seller who had grown my team really, really quickly. We went from zero the day I ordered my kit to when we were over a million dollars in sales. It was just 19 months. We were the fastest ever in the history of the company and shattered the company record. Now, what most people don't know or haven't heard about is that after i left because i built that business up you know had a great time but i'm kind of one of these people who i'm looking for a new adventure often so i knew i was ready for a new adventure and so i sold that business and i went on to other things and what most people don't know is that team continued to grow year after year after year and still continues to grow today and of course i left the team in very good hands, so it's not to take anything away. But the main reason that the team continued to grow is because we had a very strong team culture that served itself and was self-sustaining when it comes to growth. When you've got a strong team culture, you don't really have to lead because the team leads itself and they're self-motivated. How many of you would like to have a team that grows, whether you're there or whether you're not. So obviously you're not planning to leave anytime soon, but wouldn't it be nice if you would like to have a team that grows without you needing to motivate them or push them, can I get a yes, please? (laughs) Yes, right? Well, that's why we're going to talk about train your brain leadership. The train your brain leadership is how you create a team that's doing it on their own, just like my team. It's continued to grow year after year, whether I was there or not. And I knew that. I knew that would be the case. I knew that I didn't have to hold their hand to get them to grow. So why am I doing this event? If you're from Stampin' Up! in the house, give yourself a shout out here and say, hi, hi. By the way, if you are direct messaging me directly, it may not be going to everybody. So do drop that meeting box down and Yes. Well, I did a uh, little uh, breakout at the Stampin' Up Leader event and it was really fun and it was great, but it was short. And so I got done and I thought, man, I wish I could do more. I wish I could do more because I knew like people, I could really feel like the Stampin' Up! people were really getting it and ready to jump on board with this. But I thought I really... I'm not able to give them everything that I'd like to give them in the short, the time allotted. And so I decided to do this. I have not done this workshop for over three years, might even be five, but I think it's three, that I haven't done this workshop. And so all of you who are not in Stampin' Up!, you can thank Stampin' Up! people because I'm doing it because I met with them and I left and I thought, you know what, there's more I could do. Let's invite everybody. Let's have a big party of everybody at direct sales and come and do this. So... Oh, here's a little nice little phrase i like to share with you from Sarah Thomas. Using train your brain in two years, I've gone from zero to a million dollars a year in my business and paid off $30,000 in debt. Go, Sarah. All right. So let's begin. I think we should just start right out the gate. Oh, I love the chat. Hooray for everybody in here who's giving a shout out. That's so good. And we have a lot of people in the house that aren't from Stampin' Up! And so do me a favor, if you're not from Stampin' Up!, give your company a shout out in the chat, too, because I recognize (laughs) y'all. So give your company a shout out so that we all know each other in here. Yeah, there we go. H2O at home. Keep on going. Traveling vineyards in the house. Oh my gosh, you're coming through so fast. voice Boyset Collection, Luxury Wine, Mary Kay, Jafra, Park Lane Jewelry, Mary Kay and Laosia. See, isn't it fun? We're all just connected by this amazing industry of direct sales. Ah, I love direct sales so much. You know, it's one of the, I don't know, there aren't many, are there? But this is one of the few industries in the world where you can come in, you can have no experience, no background, no education in a particular field, and you can just, Make something uh, that you want to create, make the team that you want to create, make the business you want to create, go out and just build your wealth and your, uh, I want to say influence, but it's more like helping the world one person at a time, isn't it? So nice. I just, I love this industry. Now that I've told you how much I love the industry, let me tell you some of the things that I humbly think need to shift in the industry. And these are these myths that are out there. And the first leadership myth that is probably the biggest shocker of any of them that I share is you have to set the pace. And it is rampant in the industry. I, all the different ways they say this same thing. Maybe you could help me. Isn't there a phrase that's something like pace of leader, pace of the pack? Anybody heard this one? Pace of the leader, pace of the pack, or sometimes they'll say things like, your team will only do 80% of what you do. How many people have heard that? Yeah, people do what you do, not what you say. There's one Carolina. Speed of the leader. Thank you, Julie. Speed of the leader, speed of the pack, right? You have to set the pace. Who's heard that your team will only do 50% of what you do? Has anybody ever heard of that? Think about that. 50% of what you do. Have, and, and this is no disrespect intended to the people who keep repeating these phrases. You know, people come into the industry, they hear somebody say something, they regurgitate it and they say it, but nobody really stops to think, what does this mean? So I'm just going to logic this out with you, because this is the biggest myth of all of them, Okay. What's the truth? The truth is you wanna sponsor people who pass you up. You don't wanna be the fastest person on the team. I don't wanna be the the most competent person on the team. I want to attract and bring in people who are excited and motivated and, and do bigger, better, more than I do. I want a whole team of people. Who passed me up? I don't wanna be the cap of everybody can only do as good as I do or worse yet, they can only do 80% of what I do or they can only do 50% of what I do. Who comes up with this stuff? You have to set the pace is one of the most dangerous things you could be telling your brain. The idea that you have to be the fastest one on your team, that you're limiting yourself, you're limiting your team members. And think about the other piece on this that's really important because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get my dander up right now here. Here's the other piece of this that's really important. I don't want somebody coming on my team who just sits around and doesn't know what to do. And so they look externally and they look at me and say, "Well, I think I'll do 50% of what she's doing. I want somebody on my team who is intrinsically motivated. I want somebody on my team who is who is passionate and fired up and can't wait to get out there and do it. They aren't sitting around wondering, well, geez, I don't know. Let's see what Dana tells me to do. When Dana tells me to do something, then I'll do it. No, 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 no. This is just absolute nonsense that you have to set the pace and that the speed of the leader, speed of the pack. You want to attract people who are... Fast and good and motivated and passionate. Let's talk about it just from a standpoint. Now, some of you probably haven't had a chance to really get into the train your brain material, but some of you have. And most of you, if you've been in the sandbox for more than five minutes, you've heard me talk about the reticular activating system part of the brain. That's the part of your brain that's a little matchmaker that lives in your head. And it listens to what you're thinking about and what you're talking about and it's matching it up. It's sifting through and matching it up. So do you want it to match that your team members are only going to do 50% of what you do? Think of what absolute nonsense and worse what how dangerous that message is. Think about telling your message, your brain over and over again. Well, I know my people are only going to do 50% of what I do right? Can I get an amen, please? Does everybody get what I'm saying here? Of like this, we absolutely must stop saying this phrase. We must stop it immediately. The other piece of it, uh, yes, is that we want to attract externally motivated. All right, I said this once. So here's the thing. Here's how you do this. We can talk about this at the end, even in more depth. But if you want to attract motivated team members, then you must start thinking about them as motivated right now. And you must start talking about it as though it's already happening. And so you could even just say things like, I'm a brain trainer. I attract motivated people. I'm, I, and you, you can say to yourself, like, I reject this, you know, pace of the leader thing. You know i'm totally not buying that at all i love my people passing me up i attract people who pass me up i love that my people are so excited and enthusiastic and motivated i love that my people can't wait to get going like we have a team of go-getters we have a team of people who are interested in doing this right so that's the message you want to be giving You're right. Thank you, Carolina. I knew you always had the best mantras. I attract internally motivated people all the time. Exactly. Exactly. People who are doing it. Everybody get this? Are you with me? Yeah. We love it. (laughs) More please. Yes. Good. Good. You know, really, this is radical stuff, but absolutely necessary to bust it. Okay. So let me move on. One thing I want to tell you that's really important about this that I tell everybody, but I think you'll really uh, extra appreciate it, is that if you focus on those things that are already working for you, focus on the things that are going right, focus on the people that are have a drive for this and, you know, let them know, like, I see you as motivated. I see you As internally driven. I see you as wanting this as much as I do. I love the idea that you're ready to go out there and pass me up. When you give them that expectation, and when you talk to them about that, they are going to want to step up for you and they're going to want to do it too. So very good. I wonder how many mantras my office wall would hold. (laughs) For real, right, Joanna? That's good. New mantras. Good. Sandra, I love it. All right. You have to set the pace. Bust it. We are so done with that. We are so, and I'm going to tell you something, you will never be able to hear somebody say that again and not think of this. Now, there's one exception to this rule. You ready? The exception is, if you want to set the example, then set the example of having a positive attitude. Set the example of having clarity. Set the example of having vision. Set the example of depth of character. That's the example you can set. That is the exception to this rule. You want to be the example of brain training. You wanna be the example of positive mindset. You wanna be the example of seeing everybody at their best. You wanna be the example of having clarity and vision and being feeling good and being positive and having character and integrity and all those things. That's the example to set. Okay. All right. Let's go on to leadership. Number four, leadership myth number four. You have to coach your team members. Okay. I'll tell you how this came about. And I hope y'all follow where I'm going with this because some people love to coach. And I'm going to address that in just a a different little segment here, okay? What I want to address first is this idea that you have to coach your team members because this is a kind of a vernacular that's used around the industry a lot. Well, you should set up coaching calls or you should be coaching them on a weekly basis. And and again, all of these things come up because people are well-meaning. They're not trying to give us bad advice. They're trying to give us good advice and they don't think it through. But the truth about coaching is that coaching is really hard work. And people go through extensive psychological training to be coaches. Like this is not a terminology that people throw around lightly. People get certified and not just one certification, multiple certifications to be coaches. And most people who are in direct sales didn't plan to become coaches. So if that's you, like some of you love this part of it you got into direct sales and you went, gosh, guess what? It turns out the part I really love about it is coaching my team. So if that's you, this section isn't for you because I totally believe people should follow their passions. And you're the type of person who actually is probably going to go get these certifications and go do this stuff. Like this is your, this is your happy place. So I'm not talking to you. Most of the rest of the people in direct sales, they went to like a jewelry party and just wanted to sell jewelry. They didn't really sign up to wanna to be a coach and wanna really understand these psychological things and have to dissect their team members and their issues and motivate them and do all that stuff. So this is for the rest of the world that's that's not their happy place. That's not their button to be a coach um, because some of you out there who are coaches and you've gone through these certificates and you know what I'm talking about, this is not something to be taken lightly. Coaching is serious business. It's serious work that people are paid very, very well for. And so what do you do? Well, as a leader, your job isn't to coach your team members. If you think about it from coaching standpoint, When you're coaching your team members, you're putting yourself kind of in a position of like, they need me to be successful. They need me to to coach them to be successful. Not like they're intrinsically motivated to have their own. So what should you be doing as a leader? Like, what is your job if it's not to coach people? So here it is. Are you ready? This is your only job as a leader. Your only job as a leader is to help your team members feel successful until they are successful. That's it. Help your team members feel successful until they are successful. Because they aren't gonna know. They're gonna know that they're actually successful. You're gonna help them to feel successful. So how do you do that? Because sometimes people say, well, Dana, you think you're saying we shouldn't even talk to our people or we shouldn't touch base with them. And I'm not. So I don't call these touch base things uh, coaching calls. They're like touch base calls. And you notice I got the word calls in parentheses because I'm old. And in my day, we actually did calls. And thank you for all the applause. I'm hearing it loudly. (laughs) So so in my days, like we actually picked up the phone and we did calls. But but nowadays, this could be like a touch base text, a touch base WhatsApp. chat. Do they still have WhatsApp? A touch base, Facebook post, you know, just touch base, touch base uh, with the people on your first level, right? Every level talks to the, their level. You don't have to touch base one-on-one with your whole team. Just stay in touch with your first level. And what do you do during those touch base sessions? Here's exactly what you do. Start with success. So find out what went right. The previous week ask them what went right how's it going what went right and whatever it is that they're doing whatever it is that went right notice it and talk to them remember how i said a second ago your job is to help them feel successful so whatever they say uh, i read the training manual wow look at you look how good you're doing you read the training manual good for you you watched a video, good for you. You listened to that Dana Wild webinar, wow, look at good for you. You're doing so good, that's so awesome. So it doesn't have to be like I sponsored four people over the weekend, right? Anything they do, help them to feel like it's a success and start with success always. Then when you're talking with them, keep in mind for you and help them to keep in mind that they are really just building skill sets one set at a time. So sometimes direct sales can be discouraging and it's because we're seeing too big of a picture. But the reality is this business is not that complicated. It is very, very simple. In fact, you learn how to do something and then you never have to learn it again. And then you learn how to do something else and then you never have to learn that again. So I'll ask you a question right now. How many of you when you came into your business and you first started learning your presentation or first started learning the products thought, Oh my gosh, there's so much. I am never going to be able to learn all of this. Right. Yeah. Show of hands, right? Everybody. Yeah. And feel free to pop it in the chat. If you so many, how many of you same people now could do that same presentation in your sleep? like literally in your sleep. I remember it's like, you've got like a little switch, you flip and you get up and you say that first sentence and then you kind of wake up when it's all done and you go, I've just did the whole thing. (laughs) No idea how that happened. Like literally. And the same is true for every other skill set we build. You don't know how to book a party. You have no idea how to get parties and then you get better at it. You get good at it. You don't know how to sponsor people. Then you get better at it. You get good at it. And every level you learn how to develop leaders, You learn how to offer the opportunity. Even before you sponsor, you learn how to just talk about the opportunity, right? So they're just skill sets. And once you've got them, you've got them. It's like riding a bike. You don't need to learn how to do that thing again once you've got it and you know how to do it. So help them to understand that too. So they might get overwhelmed and be thinking of all sorts of things and just get them focused and be like, no, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. We're just gonna work on this one thing and you're doing just fine. Just keep going now. Having said that, make sure that when you leave with them, have you ever been on a coaching call and had somebody say, so what are you going to do between now and your next call? And so then you say, well, I'm going to call five people and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And then what happens is the next time when you get with them, if you haven't done that thing, it's a big old feel back, right? And this is where most leaders go wrong. They get they get their people to commit to doing something, and then their their people come to a call with them, and they have a big old feel bad. So now they start to associate connecting with you as a feel bad. And so this is why, if you've ever had anybody drop off the face of the earth, like this is why people leave, and this is why there's attrition. Because we all know what we're supposed to be doing, right? We all know what we're supposed to be doing. We don't need anybody to tell us what we're supposed to do between now and next call. So instead of doing that old tired thing that everybody does, do this. Talk to them about the brain training they're going to do between now and next call. So, we're, and I'm using call again lightly between now and the next time you touch base. It sounds really good. I'm so glad you read your training manual. Things are going so good. That's so awesome. I love it. Okay. So, what's your mantra? What are our mantras today? Your mantra is booking is so easy. All right. Can we agree between now and next time? It's just going to be like booking is so easy. Booking is so easy. Booking is so easy. Oh, yeah. I'm totally on to that. Right on. Awesome. Let's do that. Booking is so easy. Booking is so easy. And then, leave them with success. Remind them, see, look at how good you're doing. This is going to be fun. Keep doing that brain training. Because here's the thing. If they do just that, booking is so easy, booking is so easy, booking is so easy, they're going to figure out everything else. They don't need a list of call your circle of influence, call five people today. Everybody knows the, the task they're supposed to be doing. What they need is the motivation. They need the feeling like doing it. They need the belief in themselves that they do it. They need the the opening up to the idea they need the brain training so their reticular activating system matches it does this make sense to everybody i just want to hold on and see if we've got a are we good good thank you kelly good does erin still have a question and her hand has been up erin if you have a question i promise i will get to it to the end at the end we will open it up for questions from everybody I'll do the five, and that way we can, people who want to stay can. Thank you, everybody. Okay, good. So touch baseballs, because your only job as a leader is to what? Help them to feel successful until they are successful. Now, let's just put a big old busted sign over that one. Leadership myth number three, you have to create trainings for your team members. This was one I actually didn't even know existed. Um, But what happened, I was in the Million Dollar Club. I had just been in the Million Dollar Club for a while, a little while. And I got a call from somebody out of the blue who wasn't on my team or associated with our team in any way. She was actually somebody else who was just just about to enter the Million Dollar Club. And she said, and I feel so guilty and I feel like such a crappy leader because I hate training. I hate writing trainings. I hate teaching. I hate talking about this. Uh, I feel like my team members are so unlucky that they got me as a leader. Like she really was pouring out her heart about this. And I'm like, wow. And I realized after she told me like, this is a thing, you know, for me, remember the last one, when I said, if you love coaching, like this isn't for you. Well, me, I, I love writing trainings. Like I love teaching. So I didn't know this was a thing. So some of you out there are like me, and this is, you love training and you love teaching. And so you can ignore this one just like the coaches could ignore the last one. But what she taught me was that many people, they don't want to be writing trainings and teaching and all of this. And so I realized like, I have to speak up about this because if this is not your happy place, not only do you not have to write trainings for your team members, I'm gonna put a little argument in here or a little case in point, like a a lawyer, that it's probably better for you and better for most of us if we don't. Why? Because the truth is, it's better to become a resource for your team members. Why is that better? Number one, you're now not spending time training people. You're spending time discussing training. So. If I'm training, I'm doing what I'm doing right now, I'm talking at you. And as a leader, you're training and writing trainings, you're spending your time writing trainings, and then you're talking at your people. When you instead are a resource and you you share trainings with them, like, hey, go listen to that Dan Wild, you're going to love her. Now you can discuss the training. And now they're involved. And they're discussing the training with you and you're sharing and you're learning together and they're invested because now they're finding links and they're sharing with you they're taking initiative so you're developing a leader you're developing somebody who thinks most of the time with my team when we would find trainings because we were brain trainers what we were doing was we would be like look at this is a really good uh booking training but they really missed the boat on this stuff with the train your brain stuff so so we were developing a team of people who sought for themselves. We were developing a team of people who were looking at all training, not as though that person knows everything, but that I know what's best because I'm a brain trainer and I know what's best for me. So we were developing a, people, a team of leaders and people who were discussing training, um, and getting themselves fired up, you know, they're finding stuff, they're sharing it, you're talking about it, you're presenting it at meetings, you know, there are going to be pieces of it that aren't good, because they're going to be pieces of it that aren't 100% on board with train your brain. And there are pieces of things that I say that you'll disagree with. And you can say, you know, I love that Dana Wilde but she says this thing. And I don't agree with that. So now you're developing people who are invested in their own learning, and they're invested in sharing, and they're invested in hearing from you. It's not you standing up and talking at them. It's you having a discussion with them. So how do you get this started? Well, Of course, it's easier than ever nowadays, isn't it? Because we've got information everywhere. So most of it is filtering through and getting rid of the stuff that you don't want. So start with your company. Your company, unless they're new, which my company was, probably already has a bunch of great stuff. And use that filter, like share the stuff, but go, hey, you're gonna really like this, but here are the pieces that I would say look out for. Like, don't be afraid to say that there are things you would tweak. That's your job as a leader is you can give your opinion. Um, Get plugged in with train your brain. If you want your people to be trained up to speed in eight minutes, this is where to send them. 60secondworkshop.com. The first video is 60 seconds. There are a total of eight videos that they can watch. And that eight videos will give them everything they need to know about train your brain. So it's eight minutes or less. They'll be completely trained on train your brain if you want them to understand this vernacular that we're talking about. Then... Keep a library of your favorite lakes, right? Narrow it down. Less is more. You're better off finding one good training on party games and telling them your addendum to it, the things you like or don't like about it, than to have 50 things on party games because then everybody's studying that, right? Just just do, do your favorites and they'll find whatever else they need on their own. And then remember daily happiness. I created a daily newsletter called uh, Positive Mindset for Entrepreneurs, danawild.com mantra. And you get a jolt of happy every morning. So you're most welcome to join that yourself or to invite your team to join it. But find things like that. Keep brain training number one. Keep brain training number one. Because if they can stay happy, they'll stay in the business. Right? Does this make sense? Yeah. You can't, they can't take enough action to stay in the business, but if they stay happy, they'll stay in the business. And if they stay in the business, they'll eventually be successful. Like that's how it works. This is just a matter of just like keeping your mindset right. Keep them to go, keep them going, keep them going. Okay. You have to create trainings for your team. Myth busted. Okay. Number two. You have to create financial incentives or contests. Uh, I'll tell you something. Out of all the questions I get asked about trainings that I don't wanna do, (laughs) this is the number one question. What contest can I run for my team? What incentive should I run? What contest can I run? What incentive should I run? What contest, right? And I understand because I was exactly the same way, but here's what I found out. You ready? money is not the best motivator what what yeah for real i'm pulling up my phone now because i got all these stats on my phone about this because there have been so many studies done on this and you will not believe the results money is not even like anywhere near the top financial incentives for motivators Gallup did a, a poll, 1.4 million people uh, and 193 different organizations, 49 industries, 34 agencies. Uh, this group called Tim Judge and colleagues, they reviewed 120 years of research. Whew. 92 different studies they looked at, 15,000 individuals. and here's what they found. and I'm going to give these to you in order. Here's the real things that motivate people. First one, and I think if I remember right, because coincidentally I did not put the percentage on this, but I think this was 53%, we are motivated by recognition. Public or one-on-one recognition. So some of us are good at public recognition. You know, we could do the applause and the, the prizes and the call-outs at meetings, but one-on-one is also important. So whichever is your happy place, do that one. So you can do the post on the Facebook page or the pin you note, know, whatever is your head, pen or note. Stamping up, you'd make them a card, wouldn't you? Oh yeah. So so recognition, big, huge. Number two, camaraderie, peer motivation. Uh, this is something like forty three percent. You know, I'll tell you a personal story. When I entered the Million Dollar Club, I was in meetings with all the other people who were at a million or more. And we did a show of hands of why people stayed in the business, because these are people who are making a lot of money in the business. And one third of the group, 33%, one third of the people stayed because of the friendships they made, because of the camaraderie. So when you create that strong team culture, this is why I have a training included in the package with this, because when you create that team culture, when you create that pure motivation, That's what keeps people around. They like that feeling of belonging. If you're going for a a contest like a car trip, a a car level, or a next level, next title in your company, let your team in on it because they want to feel like they're part of something bigger than themselves. They may not have a, a big goal that they can go for that really drives them or motivates them. And so let them feel part of this bigger goal that the team is accomplishing or doing. Um, you can have fun contests where some of you might already do this, where the person who does the most sales can wear a tiara at the, on the Zoom call, right, or on the live meeting. You know, you can do fun things like this. 43% motivated by camaraderie, friendly competition. Uh, friendly competition, right? So there's camaraderie is 43%. Four, friendly competition, I don't have done, but it must be somewhere between 17 and 40, because it's in there uh, being part of something bigger than themselves. Other notable motivators, intrinsic desire to do a good job. So this is me. This is why I was doing things. Some people just have the desire to like do, do their best. They want to achieve. They want to, uh, and many of you out here are probably like this. That's why you're on a, a seminar like this, because you have a desire to get better. You're into personal development. That is 17% of the population, by the way. Um, Having an impact, making a difference. So these are people who care about the environment, about other people, about planet, about doing good, 10% of the population. By the way, all of these are higher than money for a motivator, all of them. Growing professionally, so becoming educated, getting better at something, 8% of the population. And then dead last on the list, money, being motivated by financial incentive, money, which was at 4%. So I think we made our point that money contest, you know, save yourself the the money, save yourself the time and energy of putting it together. Save yourself all of that because I'm guessing your corporate office is already running contests. So let them spend the money just, you promote their stuff, promote what they're doing, make that the big thing and save yourself this. Now you don't even have to do that or deal with it. You save all that time. Got it. Love it. Yay. All right. Any questions on that? Thank you, Julie. This stuff is so good. I'm so glad you like it. That makes me happy. And Michonne, I, everything you're saying, I love, love what you're, where you're going with this, running an incentive. Um, Oh my gosh, look at all this list, this is so great. (laughs) I love the participation. When this is all over, I'm gonna read this whole thread. This is really good stuff. Okay, let's bust that myth. Now we have one more myth that I wanna cover and I wanna prove to you, I don't want you to take my word for it, I wanna prove it to you that you are already a great leader. So I'm gonna do that, but I wanna take one little second here to make sure that you know what today's special offer is because we have not offered these programs for over three years. Last time I did this workshop was the last time. And I'll tell you why I had to make some decisions in my business about the direction I was heading. We had, we had a really big direct sales following, but we were starting to get so many more people in the sandbox who were coaches or Reiki practitioners or, um, you know, money coaches or spiritual coaches or massage therapists or real estate agents. And so it started to become more and more challenging for me to talk about just specifically the issues that affect direct sellers when I had all these other people in the sandbox who are like, well, that doesn't interest me. That doesn't apply to my business. So three years ago, I said, that's it. I just, I have to close off these offers. I have to not offer this stuff again. And I have to just do a sellout and, you know, close out everything, sell it for one last time, do one last webinar and be done with it. So we closed it up and we even had it just like in some website off in Siberia, you know. And so then we started shifting our um, websites where we built a new website for delivering products and we moved some of these older programs in there. And I start looking at them and I'm like, you know what? Even though my hair is short and my lighting's not very good, this is pretty good stuff. Like, this is really good. I love this is all like still radical today. Even after three years, it's still ridiculously radical and cutting edge. And why hasn't everybody thought of this? Like, really? Why hasn't anybody said? why are we saying you have to set the pace anymore? Like, why is that even still a thing? People just don't hear it, you know? So then Stampin' Up! came up and I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna put these out here for one last time, I'm gonna say, hey, here it is. So here it is, let me tell you what what we've got today. Uh, I think what happens is a lot of times people come into a webinar like this and they go, this sounds really good, I want a team like that. I wanna grow a business that's light, fun, light and easy. I wanna grow as a train your brain leader, but I just, I'm not sure how to do it. I don't know what to do next. I don't know where to start. I want to be thinking differently. I want to be leading differently. But I don't know what the steps are. Or I don't know how to become that person, right. So that's why I pulled together these packages. Uh, Because obviously, you'll figure it out on your own. But this is the shortcut. Oh, I got to read these because these are so good. Monica Ramos. Anybody know Monica? Since training my brain, I have quadrupled my business, quit my full-time job, replaced my full-time job of nearly six figures with my direct sales business, and become more organized, healthier, and improves the quality of life. Uh, Edie Ann. Edie, are you here? I think it's the other Edie that's here. Six months to a half a million dollar team. Thank you, Dana. All right. So these are three of my best programs that are in this package. Uh, Originally, when I was selling them, there were $700 for these three programs, and I haven't offered them for three years. So the first one is Train Your Brain for Leaders. So Train Your Brain for Leaders was the first leadership program I ever put together because so many people who come in here, they get this stuff, but they have a whole team of people that don't, and they want to help them to get it. So how do you get your team on board with Train Your Brain philosophies? How do you get a bunch of people? who they don't want or complain anymore because once they get this and they understand that everything that they think about and talk about their brain is matching, they can't come on a call with you anymore and go, nobody's booking any parties <laughs> because they know, oh my gosh, my brain is matching that. So once you get your team understanding, train your brain, everything gets easier. In addition, what people don't expect from Train Your Brain for Leaders is that a lot of what I address in here are the own the stories that you tell yourself about leadership, the way you feel about being a leader, like uh, I'm not doing enough, or why would they be leaders if I'm not a leader? All these things, right? That you stories that you tell yourself that stunt your growth because you are not allowing yourself to be the leader that you're meant to be. There's no more drama. You get a team full of go-getters. Uh, train your brain for leaders. I think it's like 12 videos, 10 or 12 videos, but you can sit down, like you get immediate access to everything. You can watch, listen to this or watch this whole thing immediately after this if you want to. The next program is how to create a strong team culture. Now we talked about this a little bit already today. Because when you have a strong team culture, it's easy to lead. What happens when you have a strong team culture is you don't have to keep saying stuff over and over again. They start saying it for you. So somebody says something negative or somebody says something that is not in alignment with the team culture and five or six or seven other people get right on it and say, hey, here's how you got to turn this around, turn your thinking around. So this training helps you identify your team culture because I identified my team culture and it was primarily around train your brain. And yours might include some of those philosophies, but you have your own team culture. And so it helps you figure out what is your team culture. And it helps you pick the perfect team name because the biggest mistake people make when it comes to picking a team name is that they have their team members vote on it or pick a name themselves. And that's not the way to do it. So how do you get a good team name? How do you develop a unified vision? Something that not only you believe in, but you get everybody else believing it. How do you get them on board with that idea? How do you create team spirit month in, month out, so that your team members are proud to be part of your team? Like they go to conventions and they go to events and they they say like, oh, they're part of this team. And other people go, oh, I wish I was on your team. You know, like they. It's known in the in the company. It's known in their minds that this is a cool thing to be part of this team. You want a team of people like that. That's what this training teaches you. Okay. Team members that stick. This is how to get your new team members started the right way in the first 30 to 60 days, 30 to 90 days, sorry. Because I get this complaint all the time from people that... You get tired of finally getting somebody sponsored, and then they go inactive. And the main reason that people go inactive is, first of all, sponsoring the right people, attracting the right people, people that don't need handholding. And second of all, there are two things that if, if you get your new people on board with these two things in the first 30 to 90 days, they don't need you anymore. They know how to keep a self-sustaining business where they they know how to get business and they don't roll out. And so many leaders, they're focusing on 8 million other things and trying to t- train, 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 or teach them all these different things. And they really just need these two things. If they have these two things, they stick around long enough to be successful. That's why we call this team members that stick. Uh, and so you know exactly what to tell them. So you get momentum, get them going, and get them rolling. Okay, so it's these three programs that come together in one package. Uh, And this package has never been put together like this in this way. Like I said, we sold these individually. Uh, They sold for $700. Today, if you do decide to get this package, you will get instant access to it. You can watch them in any order. I give you a list of like, this is a not a preferred order, but this is the order I would do them in if I was doing them, but really you can watch them in any order, anything you're excited about is the right answer. And I think it goes without saying that this is really cutting edge stuff. Like this is stuff you aren't going to hear anywhere else. Nobody else is talking about direct sales in the way that I talk about it. And I know that, Uh, so $700 is what a lot of people bought them for. And so this was hard for me because we have people probably on this call who have these trainings and who paid that for them. And so I say, well, you probably got three years or five years or seven years worth of use out of them. You've been in the sandbox that long. So you're doing great. Yeah. Michonne, you have them exactly. So I had to ask myself, like, can I do a package price on this? Because this is the last time we're offering it. This is like, I'm going to call it like clearance, right? Like this is the last time we're going to offer this. We're going to, put them back on the shelf after this again, because of the reasons I explained before. So I thought, well, $3.99 is certainly a fair price for these three trainings. You'd pay that anywhere else. But then I started thinking to myself, well, you know what? If I can bring this to a price, because this is the last time I'm going to offer this. So if I can bring this to an amount that everybody can feel to themselves, like I would be crazy not to get this. Then I could feel good about shutting it off forever again and putting it back on the shelf and not for sale because if I could make it available so that everybody could really get it, it would make me really happy. So then I came down to 249 And then I said, you know what? I could do better. And so these three trainings right now for $99, if you uh, are with in the US or in Canada, you can also use PayPal to do six interest-free payments on them, by the way. I know, it is amazing. Thank you, Michonne, (laughs) I appreciate that. Uh, These are the same as, if you've got them, Beverly, you've got them. These are the same training as before. How do you know? Because my hair is short and the slides are a different color. So you will know when you get on there that these are, but you know what's good about that? Just for side note, because I was a little weird about it because now I'm like, I got these pretty fancy slides now, how can I use the old stuff? But I want to remind everybody when you watch these trainings that I was actually closer to having a direct sales business when I did those trainings. So it was very fresh in my mind what it was like to lead a long distance team, what it was like to build a team culture, what it was like to be a train your brain leader. So there's a lot of benefit to watching the slides that aren't as pretty as these slides. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I do wanna tell you the last the last myth and I wanna prove that you are a leader. I just wanna give you a couple of more important bits. Some of you don't have the train your brain audio book. And so for those of you that don't have the Training Brain audiobook, this will be included with this package. This is foundational material. And all 20 Viber Experiments, all this stuff will be included with this package. And thank you, Beverly. Beverly, I miss having you on these. It's so good to see you. She says it really is timeless information. And it is timeless because we're not talking about the same old booksell recruit training that's out there. We're talking about you and your mind and your team and their motivation. How to be a train your brain leader? It's a totally different thing. When you can get your team into train your brain, and when you can get yourself into train your brain, everything gets easier. Because again, we know what we're supposed to be doing, we don't feel like doing it. We don't know how to keep ourselves moving. Thank you, Sandra. I appreciate that you love it. If for any reason you get in there. And you are not completely satisfied, please return it for a refund. I want you to return it for a refund. And so I want you to be 100% happy with it. Uh, If you are in the US and Canada, you can make six payments by choosing PayPal. They have a PayPal credit option, six payments interest free. You get all of this, the four trainings, if you include the Train Your Brain audiobook, 100% satisfaction guaranteed for. $99. $99. You can get these trainings at DanaWild.com slash leadership. DanaWild.com slash leadership. And if you have any questions when you're checking out or you have any problems, go to um, send Mary Jane an email. And I'm going to put this in here because Mary Jane can walk you through anything. She's amazing. Hang on. It's happy at DanaWild.com. think you should have any trouble but if you do there you go Michon, is there any way to get you the team members that stick training on its own Michon, write to mary jane at happy at dana wild and um tell her that i told you to write to her to get that training and then we'll figure it out i don't know how to make that happen right now but we will figure it out that goes for anybody if you're missing one of these we'll figure out something okay uh Yeah. And I'm really, I'm excited to offer them again. You know, it's been a long time since I've been able to talk just to direct sales. And when I was thinking about doing this, I was realizing like, God dang it. I'm so mad about some of these, but some of these myths that are out there, like, why are they still saying this? You know, this is 10 years ago that I've been saying don't say these things, train your brain, your brain is listening, all this stuff. So I got really excited about being able to offer this again. That's why you're seeing this price, because I'm like, I have to make this just a no brainer, no pun intended, like where people are just like, I have to get this because I want this out there, you know. Since listening to train your brain, I have seen phenomenal growth in my business. At the beginning of the year, I was on the verge of losing my unit due to lack of passion, purpose, and production, and since then, with Dana's help, we've had a 400% growth. I've earned the company car. I'm personally in the top five of the company. My unit is in the top 15. The course has changed my entire life, and I will always be grateful. Train Your Brain has not only changed my business, it has changed my life. It's helped me to grow my team very quickly, earn top awards in my company, earn a free trip to London twice. More importantly, it's helped me be a better mom and wife. I used to think these types of trainings were silly, but you presented the information in a scientific, concrete, understandable way that helped me to see how important thoughts really are. Wendy Livingstone, by the way, she just got an $80,000 bonus check. So she's doing very well with Train Your Brain. Uh, I will touch on Train Your Brain, you, Mary. Uh, Mary thank you for asking that. I'm going to take just one minute and do that because I know everybody's excited to hear the last leadership myth. Um, but this will just take a second and then we'll feel like it's answered. These trainings here are a one-time payment. So when you buy train these trainings, these are trainings specifically for leadership that you have access to forever. They're digital, they're in a you know place, but you can download them, you can listen to them. Train Your Brain You is a membership program that is a repeating membership month in, month out for $47 a month. And what you get with Train Your Brain You, that's the most important thing with Train Your Brain You, I think, humbly saying so, is two calls with me every month in a group setting. So we have a really good group of people that's a mix of direct sellers who are new, direct sellers who are very high in the company, uh, and coaches, and spiritual trainers, and Energy healers and all these different people, we get together twice a month and we talk brain stuff. And sometimes we talk marketing too, like ways to do feel-good marketing. But it's a recurring membership. And train your brain. New you members get a lot of other benefits, like they get discounts on all my programs. So train your brain. New you members, you get a discount on this program. Check your email and you'll see you got your discount code. You get a discount on all of my programs. You get unlimited webinar replays. You get training every month in the website. So there are a lot of other benefits besides the two calls every month. People like Train Your Brain You because it helps keep them on track. They don't leave and then forget about the brain training stuff. They're there with me twice a month on phone calls, remembering all the time, like, yes, this is important. Yes, I'm doing this. They're not left on their own to do it. So thanks for asking that question, Mary. Uh, thanks, Julie, for putting that Earl in there. Good to see you, Bev. I sure miss you. And thank you for telling everybody to get the leadership course. And Gretchen, thank you for saying train your brain. You is priceless. The twice-monthly calls are inspiring. Thank you so much. I really appreciate all the shouts out. So I'm so happy. Let's go back to leadership myth number one. Leadership is a system of tasks that you do. And I'll tell you how this all these courses came about was that i actually was looking for a leadership program that i could get behind so that i didn't have to make one <laughs> that's just the truth so i went out and i researched all the leadership programs in direct sales and every one of them have a list of like you should be running opportunity meetings once a month or twice a month you should be doing launch parties Here's the list of meetings you should hold. You should hold one meeting for your leaders and you should hold one. And here's the hour of phone calls you should be making. And these are the people. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna, you know, blow my brains out if I have to listen to one more minute of all of these lists of things that you're supposed to be doing as a leader. Being a leader is not a list of tasks that you do. All of that stuff does not benefit you leadership wise unless it's a feel good for you. If you are excited to run meetings and you can't wait to hold them, then you do those meetings. This is, this is a whole different style of leadership because the truth is leadership is who you are. And I'm gonna prove it to you right now. I don't want you to take my word for it. I want you to, to prove it to yourself, I guess, is a better way to say it. What I want you to do, we're gonna take a minute, and if you feel so compelled, please put this in the chat, okay? please make a list of all of the things that you want from a leader. So think of the leaders that you've known. Like I know the leaders I've known that I really loved. They were leaders who believed in me. So that's why they were considered my favorite leaders. Like I want leaders who have integrity. I like leaders who are, uh, you know, honest or who cut me some slack, right? So I want leaders who are relaxed, have a sense of humor, a mentor, a cheerleader, cheerleader is a good word, right? So what things are you looking for in a leader? If you could have the ideal person in your business who was your mentor or leader, what kinds of things would you be looking for from them? Understanding, that's a good word. Encouraging, time for you. Yes, exactly. Openness, Openness, not rigidness. Like some leaders I know, they're very rigid. I I like leaders that are open, accessible. Honesty, these are great. Available to help when you need it. These are good answers, exactly. Um, Warmth, you know, that kind of like support. Available, but lets me do my own thing, yes. Yes, good. Ideal leader, clear, experienced, open, supportive, fun, big vision, passionate. Nice, Nishan, good stuff. A friend. You got lucky with your leader, Mary, that's good, right? Think of all of these traits you just listed. Do you know what nobody said? Nobody said, I want a leader that runs good meetings. Nobody said I want a leader who knows how to do a launch party, right? None of those things. Everything you just said, these are not actions that they take. These are all personality traits. And you know what's even better? Wait for it, are you ready? All of these things we just said, these are qualities you likely already have. You may go, well, I don't have all of them, but I bet you got most of them. You're already a great leader. You're already a great leader because you've got all the things that matter. All the things that matter are right here. Isn't that a big old feel good? Yeah, baby. Thank you, Aaron Hackett. She says, I love this so much. That makes me feel so good. Good. Yay. <laughs> Mary! Someone who really does awesome PowerPoint slides. That's good. <laughs> I'm totally stealing that. Uh, okay. Leadership myth number one. Leadership is a system of tasks that you do. Now you think about that next time you see leadership training out there, right? Give me the list of stuff I should do. What you want is you want the list of things you should think the list of ways to relax and be, this is the ticket that is busted. So quick recap, because I know, did I go over too far? Not too bad. I'm going to just quickly remind you that you don't have to set the pace. We've busted that because the truth is you want people who are going to pass you up. You don't have to coach your team members unless that's your happy button because the reality is your only job as a leader is to help your team members feel successful until they are successful. You don't have to write trainings, um, trainings, unless that's your happy place, because an even better way is to become a resource for your team members so you can talk about training. You don't have to spend money, create financial incentives because guess what? That doesn't really motivate anybody anyway. Leadership isn't a list of tasks that you do, Leadership is who you are. It's who you are as a person. And that is the truth. That is real leadership. That is train your brain leadership. And that's why we have this train your brain leadership package. And so I hope that you will join me on this journey and that you will be my next testimonial. I would love to have your face in this slide and talking about your success. I'm going to take one second here before I close this up and see if there are any questions. I know we've got a little bit of a leg. Um, so I think I'll leave the recording going while I'm taking questions because other people can benefit from them. Oh, I'm so glad that you're back, Julie. I missed having you here too. I love it. Thank you, Trisha. Must have a dream, must have for a dream leader, inspiring truth, right? Truth, that's a good one. Terry Noble, I always love seeing your smiling face. It's so good to have you. Thank you so much for saying that you're here. I'm really glad that you enjoyed this training. Sandy, you too, I'm really, gosh, it's so nice to see. It's really fun, you know, we create this community of brain trainers who get this and leaders and you'll see, just like when we came in and I said, which companies are you with? And there are all these different companies shouting out, oh, I'm with this, I'm with Mary Kay, I'm with, uh, oh, I didn't wanna start saying all these companies now, because I'm gonna feel bad if I miss anybody (laughs) stamping up and H2O at home and, you know, wine companies and all of these, different companies and we're all got the same desire. And the same desire is to be a good leader and to be a different kind of a leader, to stop regurgitating the same old tired stuff and making people feel bad about it. And again, no offense to the people who train this or who talk about this. And, you know, we use this system, this be duplicatable system for such a long time Because our idea of be duplicatable was, here's a list of things I hate to do. And now let me give you this list of things I hate to do. And now you can hate to do them as much as I do. And we can all hate them together. And at least we're duplicatable. And it it just doesn't work. This is why attrition is so bad. Attrition is so high in direct sales because we're trying to force people to do stuff that they don't like to do. And we're trying to force ourselves to do things that we don't like to do. And there's such an easier and better way. And the easier and better way is follow your feel-good. Say the good things to your brain. Think the good thoughts. See the the people in their best light and help them focus on their success and help bring their success out of them because they get the hang of it. They start focusing on their success because you're focusing on it. And do the same for yourself. Focus on your own success and talk to yourself nicely and talk about how you're getting the hang of this and you're feeling better all the time and you're starting to really see the shift. And it's easy because you're training your brain and you're focusing on the good and you're focusing on the positive. And you're bringing people into this idea and you're creating a culture of a bunch of people who know how to follow the good feeling and know how to follow the good thought and know how to think the good thing. And We get better and better at it all the time. It gets easier and easier. Yeah, follow your feel good. Exactly. Thank you. And thank you, Claire. I appreciate all the positive comments. I'm so glad you're here. And I love having you in the sandbox. If you need anything, you know how to reach me, happy at danawild.com. Reach on out. And I know that no matter what, you've totally got this. See you soon, everybody. Bye.